This is the podcast where we talk about everything sports and wrestling. This is the podcast where goofiness occurs. This is the Rant and Rave podcast, starring Brandon Martin, the Young Blood Outsider Jordy Scow, Eric Lima, Uriel Ibarra, Michael Bombardier, as they talk about everything on their minds. Let the ranting and raving begin. Minus one, Uriel Ibarra. That minus two, and yeah, folks, yeah. we apologize in advance for Brandon's lagginess. Yeah, it's again nothing I can do. Folks. Hopefully, this will be figured out by next week. But yeah, yeah, I might as well. Yeah. I might as well do the introductions right here since I've got a clear signal. Plus, I'm, I'm back. So, hmm. welcome everyone to the 186th edition of the Rant and Rave podcast. And yes, we are 14 weeks away, people. 14 weeks away from the epic 200th episode of the Rant and Rave podcast. And damn it, will that sh- phone just be on silent for just 20 minutes or something? <laughs> I got you. I got you. But this I had to lower it anyway so I can watch the chat. Yeah. As always, this is your um, weekly two-hour Thursday night extravaganza. As always, we give you the best content regarding to um, – I don't know where he went, but he'll be back soon. Giving you the, you know, the best variety of stuff like topics, uh, wrestling news, and sports you know, updates, much more than that. And as always, we thank you know, Alex Parez for the announcement – of doing the Rant Rave podcast introductions. Unfortunately, uh, Andrew Hawking will not be here due to work, and Uriel Ibarra will not be here due to um, finals because, you know, college. And we all know how much education needs to be important. But nonetheless, I'm your host, the Youngblood Outsider, Jordy Scout, a.k.a. J. Mansell Jet, and... Usually right next to me was Brandon Marble. We'll get to him soon when he gets back. But right here in order, who came in at, in this order, is the Buffalonian bulldozer, Michael Bombardier. Buddies. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into episode 186. May the 4th be with you all. Speaking of May the 4th be with you, um, Star Wars Visions Volume 2 came out. Um, I actually kind of like it. I actually like the the two... Okay, there's only two animated made uh, non-canon films that I like. It's number four, I Am Your Mother, and number five is Journey to the Dark Head. That's all I'm going to say right there. I now... Here we go. Now, and also with us at this time is... Um, so the internet veteran himself, and also Mr. Shenanigans himself, Eric Lima, aka Eric Lima Shenanigans of 1977. What is going on, everybody? Episode 186 of Rant and Rave, and uh, I, I gotta tell you, it's gonna be uh, a good day, and uh, it's gonna be a good episode, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. I think somebody's coming back. I think it's Brandon. I think so too. 
Yeah, and uh, I don't yeah, gotta control the stream yard. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, um, just finished uh, the, the dugout crew podcast, check it out on David 3000's channel. We talk about a lot of baseball, and right now the Red Sox are doing very well. I shut the TV off so I can watch, so I, so I can do this podcast with you guys. And they're up eight to three against the Toronto Blue Jays. I know Mr. Hawking will not be very happy to hear that. The Blue, Blue Jays, the Blue Jays, yeah, the Blue Jays, because <laughs> they are not playing very well. So, oh wait, I think uh, Brian's got a better connection this time. He must have fixed something right. What is his phone? Wow, you know what? It's a good connection this time. Yeah. Anyway, also with us is the main host of the show, and also co. Oh, creator and producer of the show and also co-founder. Oh. Standing by. Ah, shit. Talking mushrooms. <laughs> Talking mushrooms. And you jinxed yourself, Jordy. That was, that was too good to be true. I'm sorry, folks. That's what happens if you live in the states up north. You get wacky weather up there, rotten internet up, internet service up there, and plus living up in the mountains can be. Always a- check. Could you stop with a check for lumps daily? You're always gonna get a lump in the fist and the skull. Come on. Check for lumps daily. Yeah, I don't even know what the person's saying in the chat. So, uh, I just you gotta you gotta stop that. You know, people gotta stop. Seriously, dude. I don't even see anything. Huh. I don't even see anything in the live chat from Check Lumps Wait, Brandon must have removed them then, or something. Because I'll t- uh, I, I, I see it. I see in the live oh, chat. Oh, I know. Oh, I know who it is. It's, yeah, uh, guys, guys, stop that. We're gonna get in trouble again. This is that's don't worry about. It. Okay, hopefully this damn thing works. All right, this time the 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 co-founder, co-creator, and producer of the show. And also my best friend and yours truly, the fighter, Brandon Martin. And yes, sorry about that, guys. This internet's being a pain in the ass. And plus the weather is freaking windy as shit. But again, there's nothing really I can do about that. But nonetheless, it is great to be here for episode 186 of the show itself. Again, as mentioned, 14 episodes away till we hit... The wonderful 200 episodes. Thanks for clarifying that there, Jeff Willems Daily. But next time, come up with a normal name. Honestly, <laughs> honestly I think that's a fitting name, you know, because I feel like he's got too many lumps on, you know, in places where normal people wouldn't have places. Yeah, lumps in the skull, for goodness sakes. Come on. Come up with normal names, people. Yeah, like well, Warren and Brandon. Well what, well, what is normal, Eric? Good question. I've been wondering that myself for years. Probably that around my whole entire damn life. <laughs> What's normal? I know one thing lumps isn't. She's lump. She's lump. She's in his head. lumps daily. More like getting a lump of coal. Uh, both, of the so- coal? both of the sofa has got a great point. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Uh, we got we got a lot of things to talk about. We got the draft that recently just happened uh, for the Devin Wee. We got also the, uh, another you know update for the All In you know ticket sales, and of course we got Trinity Fatu, aka Trinity, formerly known as Naomi, making her you know Impact Wrestling debut recently, which is you know all fine and dandy. 
And of course, we got topics from all four of us. There'd be six, like I just mentioned about Andrew Hawking, and of course, uh, Uri Bars. You know, not being here. But you know what? This is kind of fitting because the four of us. It's fitting because it's May the fourth to be with you. You know. That is true. Yeah, to those Star Wars fans out there, even though, as mentioned. And I'll repeat myself again. Um, Star Wars Visions uh, came out with another volume today, along with the new show, uh, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and you know what? And Freddie Prince Jr., even though he ran his mouth one time about, you know, and, and dropped an F-bomb here and there about, you know, of course, it's an effing kids. It's all effing kids stuff and all that. Well, you know what? Now it is now. You know, with this whole you know Disney you know Junior bullshit. But anyway, uh, excuse me. So we got um, we got Mitchell Hill Junior in the live chat. We got Jeffrey, the Price is Right fan, two thousand twenty-three. We got Warren. We got. Adam, we got we got Bofa on the sofa. Princess Leia walking. Oh yeah, uh, Carrie Fisher. I think she got her uh, um, her. Yes, her star officially. Post, post yeah, officially on the yeah. Walk of Fame. Yeah, post hey, when are they gonna, hey, when are they going to take away Vince McMahon's yeah. Walk of Fame, considering all the controversy he got himself mixed? Oh in? yeah. <laughs> that that Adolf Hitler piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I got to say this real quick. Nighter on steroids. I got to say this real quickly. For those who felt offended last week because I said, you know, he that Vincent Mann makes Adolf Hitler look like a pedophile with that new mustache of his, I want to apologize for offending others who may have, you know, thought it was a little too far. Now, can we get on with our lives? Yes. Yes, we can. Now, shut the fuck up. Yeah, bitch. Hold on a second. Oh my goodness, oh, ben, Ben. Ben's in the live chat. Do you know what's normal? Expired condoms existing. <laughs> <in my course>. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it yeah. is the Godfather. The yes. Godfather. Dominic Williams. Yeah. Oh, man. Such good that shit. Would... Oh, yeah. Last week, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. With Andrew having a little blue belly and all that. I counteracted his ass. <laughs> well, yeah, the fact that he wore a shirt under, underneath his little um, maple leaf, leaf, you know, um, maple leaf jersey. You you out of nowhere, you just went out like, you like flashed me last week. <laughs> you went yeah. all right back, dude. Yeah, and I'll be like, that's what, that's what Andrew gets. That's what he gets. That's what he gets. Learn your lesson. That's right. Learn your lesson. Yeah, that's right. Funny thing is, um, for those who didn't now, even though it didn't become like very most watched, it was very well entertaining. Now, the reason why we didn't get much views last week, as we normally do, in regards to you know the standards of how we get the viewership after a show, it was because you know Alex Putnam, aka Puzzle Ninety, was doing um, a you know an NFL uh, draft you know, stream of his own, which understandably so, I mean, I can understand why. And he, and you know what, there was nothing, you know, there's nothing I mean to take it out of context. He, you know, cause there was no competition involved between us or him. 
It's just that he doesn't normally go live on a Thursday night, you know. But he did jinx. So- I'll, I'll I'll talk about that on my on my uh, topics. But yeah, penguin story of my life, and of course there is Romy. How are you doing? Romy, Thought I was a two hundred pound um, penguin. Oh yeah, because Andrew was yeah. thought he was being called two hundred pound penguin, but that was it was Romy <laughs> that was being called that. Yeah, that's what that's what all started. that's what it all started when Brandon went crazy. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Well, honestly, I I don't necessarily blame Brandon because that's that's actually a pretty good moment for him to try, you know, get people to start laughing because people in the chat were dying there, they're you know, dying laughing. Yes, they were going nuts. Oh, I couldn't even contain myself. All right. Yeah. But anyway, you guys, you, I- mentioned, you mentioned the draft, so I got my paper here on the draft. Like I did cover it a little bit. The so. WWE draft. Okay. Well, since we're already, um, since we're already, you know, 13 minutes in, we might as well start with the, um, with the opening topics. So let's go ahead and let Eric cover who got drafted to Raw, who got drafted to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, I wrote, I'm kind of covered both nights, just let you know. And that's what I, what I decided to do. I know we were talking about the draft and I talked a little bit about my episode. You could check it out and, and, uh, you can check it out. In the first round for both nights, Cody Rhodes, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, and Seth Rollins were drawn by Raw in the first round. Actually, and, technically they stay on Raw because, again. Yeah, yeah, technically they stayed on Raw, but they were um, drawn in at number one. Uh, SmackDown, obviously, is going to stick with Roman Reigns and Sol Sokoa in the first round. Paul Heyman is going to be with them as their wise man. Bianca Belair is going from Raw to SmackDown with the Raw Women's Championship, which makes it interesting, and I will explain more. Austin Theory, United States champion, will take his talents and that title to Mon- to Friday Night SmackDown, which is going to be a lot of fun. Charlotte Flair rounds out the first round on SmackDown. Second round, Imperium is going over to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Matt Riddle stays on Raw. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going to Raw, and the Judgment Day will be on. Will remain on Raw. The entire Judgment Day will be on Raw. SmackDown picked in the second round. Street Profits, they're going from Raw to SmackDown. Edge going from Raw to SmackDown. Usos and the LWO will remain on SmackDown. So the Bloodline will remain on SmackDown. Third round, uh, Drew McIntyre going from SmackDown to Raw. The Miz stays on Raw. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, the women's tag team champions, are going to Raw. And so will the New Day um, going to uh, Monday Night Raw. And in SmackDown in the third round, Bobby Lashley going from Raw to SmackDown. The OC, which AJ Styles returning this Friday, this past Friday, is going to SmackDown. Oscar's going to SmackDown. And Friday nights will remain fight night because the Brawling Brutes are staying on SmackDown, which is going to be a lot of fun. The fourth round, for the first time in his career in the WWE, Shinsuke Nakamura will be on Monday Night Raw. And the NXT... <laughs> Okay, what's so funny, Jordan? Hold on, let me uh, let me pull this up. Dare <laughs> screen it? Oh wait. Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah. I saw it. They pushed me on purpose. Oh, I, I cracked up. That was that was funny. <laughs> that was. Funny. And yet I thought Happy Feet had a sense of humor. <laughs> Happy Feet, yeah. Or Footloose. Oh, Footloose. Okay, yeah. So Shinsuke Nakamura will be going on Raw for the very first time. Yeah, and that's that. that, that now that was like caught me off guard because I I never once saw 
one time Shinsuke Nakamura get drafted in Raw. This is his first time, and yeah. honestly, well, he was a guest this past Monday night on Miz TV. Yeah, you could think, you think uh, Giuseppe for that one. Yeah, and just. Yeah, Giuseppe's more. Yeah, yeah, you get the uh, Giuseppe's more than welcome to be on the live chat here if you can provide us some funny picks. That'd be great. Yes, and Jordy, you might like this. Indy Hartwell, former NXT Women's Champion, now. Yeah, I, I heard she was drafted over to Raw, and yep. I can understand why because of the whole thing with Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, and now yep. Dexter yep. on Raw. Yep. So oh uh, yeah, so yeah, Trish Stratus in the fourth round uh, will be on Raw. Remain on Raw. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are going over the Monday Night Raw. Hmm, interesting. All right, but in the fourth round, Damage Control is going from Raw to SmackDown. And NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn are going to SmackDown. Karrion Cross and Scarlett remain on SmackDown, as well as LA Knight in the in the fourth. Time zone. That's the main day for the boat. What earlier portion of the boat was. No, it's Cool. Yeah, it's okay. It's an open invitation, Romy. Don't worry about it. I mean, if you um, want to watch the replay, that's, I mean. Yeah, he can watch the replay, too. And uh, the Ilya Dragunov, I'm afraid not, though. They'll, um, The fifth round, Braun Strowman and Ricochet were going for SmackDown to Raw. Bronson Reed remains on Monday Night Raw. The fifth round, Shotzi remain on SmackDown. And yes, boy, the Dandy Highwaymen from NXT, pretty deadly, are now on SmackDown. So Friday night's. About to get sexy, as uh, Wade Barrett would say. In the sixth round, Alpha Academy will remain on Monday Night Raw, as well as, but remain on Monday Night Raw. But, hey, Leon, how you doing? But the longest-reigning NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. The longest-reigning NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Kaden Cotter and Katana Chance, are now going to be drafted on Monday Night Raw. And they deserve it, Eric. They definitely and deserve it. I agree with you. And this is a huge opportunity for them. Although, I want to get back to a Pretty Deadly. They have a unique opportunity. Since they are former NXT and NXT UK Tag Team Champions, they have an opportunity. They win the, uh, If they decide to separate the Tag Team titles, if they win the SmackDown Tag Team titles, and if in the future they get drafted to Raw or get traded over to Raw and win the Raw Tag Team titles, they may be the first ever WWE Grand Slam Tag Team Champions. So, pretty, so with the move to SmackDown, Pretty Deadly... Um, uh, I thought that was the revival. No, the, the revival. The revival were the first ever uh, triple crown tag team champions. Oh, we were the NXT because um, uh, NXT UK um, was in its infancy at the time, but pretty deadly has that unique opportunity to become Grand Slam champions uh, in WWE, in the WWE only. Yeah. Uh, just said backstage that he heard a rumor that Cody could get drafted or could get traded, excuse me, traded to SmackDown after Night of Champions. Um, I think I could all I could see that that because you know if you're gonna have Roman Reigns work with somebody like a big like with a with the biggest baby face, why not Cody? But then again, there are other baby faces out mm. there. Like what about AJ Styles or what about you know um Randy Orton? Even though I don't think he was added into the draft. I mean. All right. Uh, and for the sixth, uh, that's the sixth round on from Raw. Sixth round SmackDown, Rick Boogs will be um, going back to SmackDown. And, <laughs> and to the moon, Kevin Graves going to SmackDown. So that's going to be a unique opportunity for, yeah, Cypress 
Yeah. So, so that's good. Now the supplemental picks. Now Raw's a three-hour show, so they get more picks than SmackDown does. I'm gonna quickly go through Raw. Viking Raiders, Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, Maximum Male Models. That means Maxine Dupree is gonna flirt with uh with uh Otis or Otis a little bit more on Raw. Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Johnny Gargano. That means the way will be all on Raw, with, uh, which will be a great. Um, Johnny Gargano, Natalia, Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville, Apollo Crews will coming back from NXT to Raw. Zoe Stark will be drafted to Raw. She's from NXT. JD McDonough. There's a rumors about JD McDonough might be joining the Judgment Day, which. Couldn't make sense because the man is sick and twisted. If you watch his matches on NXT and his promos, he's a sick and twisted individual, but he's very good. And it was also and it was also true that he was trained under Finn Balor. That could be another <laughs> reason. That's a, that's that's a good call right there to you know to point that out. Yeah, good good call, Michael. I you know, and that's why and another thing, that's I'm glad you brought that up, JD McDonald's. McDonough. JD McDonald's, no McDonough, McDonough, not McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Irish ace, and here's a flail fish before I decide to shove it down your throat. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, no, uh, oh, Travis, no, 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 there was a rumor going around that JD McDonough might judge, might, um, uh, join the judgment day. We shall see, we shall see. And uh, JD from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, I get it. It said JD from New York. I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Well, okay. you know, JD, I did respond to JD um, from New York when he talked about JD McDonald. And I, and I told him, I kind of agree with him on that. Los Lotarios, uh, remain on Raw. Piper Niven, Akira Tozawa, Tegan Knox, and Zaya Lee go from SmackDown to Raw, as well as Emma and Madcap Moss. And more NXT people are coming over to Raw. Indu Share. That's Jinder Mahal, Vera Mahan, and Sangha. That I like to see them go up against the Viking Raiders. That would be a fight. Wait, 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 wait. Who's going back to Raw? Um, who's going back? No, uh, no. Tegan Knox and Zaylee are going over to Raw. Uh, Emma and Madcap Moss is going there too, and coming from NXT, Indu Share the team of Jinder Mahal. Uh. Uh, uh, Jinder Mahal, Veer Mahan, Mahan, and Sangha. Who was Wait, in Veer Mahan? He was, he was, he went from Raw to NXT. Now he's going back to Raw. Is that what? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's going back to Raw, but this time okay. around with his partner Sangha as Veer. Okay, what was the point of taking him off for Raw in the first place? If, if you're going to send him back, to probably, probably do more work and and probably reform that team with Sangha as Indu Share, and then you got, like I said, Indu Shares together. They're going to be part of Monday Night Raw. Like I said, I like to see them and the Viking Raiders go on. Go and then, on you, add, match. What? And then you add Jinder Mahal to the mix, who's a former WWE champion in his own right. Yeah. So you got, so, you know, that makes, I think that makes Indu share, I think, a lot more seasoning came from Vera Mahan. And Odyssey Jones, one of the new um, NXT members, uh, is Whoa. going to Monday Night That's a surprise pick. Now, uh, yeah. And that means they must have saw something in him that, you know, that could be, uh, he kind of looks like Mark Henry a little bit. But, yeah, uh, like, Mark, yeah, early. Uh, you remember uh, Viscera? Yeah, Viscera. Early Viscera, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 oh, also Mabel. Um, God, I still remember that, you know, that coverage of the, 
you know, the the story of King Mabel and all that from uh, Reliving Wrestling. And I remember that part where, you know, when he does that sit-down splash on the back of Diesel, he's like, mm. damn it, Mabel! Mother girl! <laughs> 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 you can hear, hear Kevin Nash just like shout at Mabel for for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So that was a that was a that uh, that was a surprise. Right from SmackDown, Hit Row will remain on SmackDown. Lacey Evans will remain on SmackDown. Tamina will be on SmackDown, and another NXT standout is going to be on SmackDown. Grayson Waller is heading to SmackDown. Ooh. So Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller is going to bring the Grayson Waller effect. It's going to be very interesting. Grayson Waller can run it back with L.A. Knight, which is a, which is uh something also under NXT. L.A. Knight can run it back with Cameron Grimes as well, and that would be uh, I'm really excited. Now we go for the free agents. We got free agents, folks. Brock yeah, Lesnar, obviously, is uh, one of them is Bork Laser Brock Lesnar himself. Uh, Brock Lesnar obviously is one of them. Omos is another, which is probably a smart move by MVP because you guys are seven foot three. And if you put him on either brand, either brand's gonna get wiped out. Mustafa well, wait, Seth Rollins, he's staying on Raw, right? Yes, yes. Well, if I had to take a, a guess, I think here's what's gonna happen. If he beats Omos, then Omos should go to SmackDown. But if he but if he but if Omos beats Rollins then what's the point of leaving Raw when you're at a good, you know, advantage and you know, in what spot you've got? Yeah, uh, I think MVP's got something to do with it. That's that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Mustafa Ali uh, is a free agent. Dolph Ziggler, another NXT standout. Von Wagner will be um, will be a free agent, but they're working a little storyline NXT with him and uh, Mr. Stone. They were looking for an album about when his father was uh, challenging uh, along along with Bo Beverly. Challenging uh, the natural disaster for the tag team titles, and there was a, a, a baby picture of him, and had you know it's like he's playing on a crib or something like that. He had like a scar on his head or something like that. And Von Wagner did not want to talk about it. There's something going on there, and there's something that we don't know. So I'm trying to figure out what that is. You know what I just realized? What if um, instead of SmackDown or Raw, what if Omos could go to NXT? Hmm. He may have to dominate it. The only person I can think that could challenge Omos is uh, Dabakato. I mean, honestly, no. it wouldn't it wouldn't do any any harm for Omos to do some improvement over NXT. You know, if he, right. Travis Gear Head Media. I'll get to that because Elias is also a free agent. He's one of the free agents from Raw and SmackDown. He's been back. He's not been wrestling as much. But he's a free <laughs> agent. Baron Corbin's a, re- a free agent. Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander is a free agent. Another NXT standout, Mr. Harley Cameron himself, Zion Quinn, will is a free agent. So, um, I you know I'll tell you what I think of the draft. I think it's pretty good. It's going to be very interesting. But like I said, there's a couple of awkward situations, like this Friday Saturday night on Backlash, Raw Women's title is on the line, and two SmackDown these these um. These rosters won't take won't take effect until after backlash. Just bear that in mind. I know what you're going to go with, and yes, we might see you know the titles, you know, traded. Again. Yeah, yeah, that could be a situation. This if, this is exactly why I chose a good time not to watch the damn product. Yeah, and I um, don't blame you. 
If Ray Ripley retains her title against Zelina Vega, because right now Ray is staying on Raw, and Zelina Vega um, it remains on SmackDown as a member of the LWO. If Zelina Vega wins the title, then that's that's that, and that could be good. It's too but, early for her. It's too early for Rhea to lose the title. But then again, why should she trade the title for the Raw title when she already won it? Yeah, true, true. Oh. So honestly. We already, I mean, I already, me and Brandon and another individual, you know, who's also in the live chat, we already, you know, talked about this a few years ago. Mm. Honestly, this is why I think, you know, the WWE isn't going to fix itself with the trading belts like, you know, Pokemon cards. Mm. Well, I, 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 before I, I almost lost my, there was another uh, women's championship, the Raw Women's Championship being fought over by two women on the SmackDown roster, and that would be uh, Bianca Belair and EO Sky. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking, if they if they decide to have, well, there's a rumor, you know, there's like there's rumor about dissension between damage control. EO wants to make it on her own, and you know Bailey, you know all that. Um, if um, if EO Sky wins it, will she be traded to Raw? And will she be? Uh, Hello, Adam Goodwin on the Facebook side of things. And will she be traded to Raw or, you know, give the title up? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, if I were if I were them, I would just vacate the belts altogether. And get tournaments. We already got one title vacated. It's the new World Heavyweight title, which will be detent, determined in a tournament. I don't know how they're going to. Also, think the NXT I, Women's title, too. Oh, that was that was a crazy scene though. Uh, last uh, uh, last, this past Tuesday night when Indy Hartwell dropped the title and then uh, Dexter Loomis and you see him smile a little bit. Dexter Loomis, he really oh, yeah. smiled. He's like smirking. He's like, "Oh, except for the man, he smiled." And then, and and then Vic Joseph referenced Beth Phoenix. We never Beth see Phoenix. him smile. Yeah, you never. So here's the here's a little bit I need to, need to talk about. So we got the NXT women's title vacated. We were obviously, and you know what? If if they don't if they don't use their brains, they should vacate the women Raw and SmackDown women's titles because what's the point in trading them? Like like I said, I that's what what I cannot stand. You know? Yeah, I know. I, I get you. Not, and I'm thinking you know, that's that is my biggest pet peeve I ever have when you know when you're trading belts like as if they were Pokemon cards or. Or trading cards or whatever it is. Yeah, something's got to be done. You know, they should have, you know, they should have one woman's title. But then again, you know, you don't want to hold back the talent. So it's not about holding back the talent. It's just that you know, you need, you know, you just need to book all the people you need in one show, and and that way, no one sticks in the bag for catering. That's all. Uh, yeah. You see why? You see why AEW is in rough shape as it is because they can't, they can't book all their damn stars. Hmm. Because that's why they had AEW Dark and AEW Elevation, you know. But now that they stopped them, it's probably they're going to, you know, use as much as talent they can to be booked on Collision, probably. Yeah. Now, yeah, as far yeah. as the world title that you just referenced, the WWE World Heavyweight title, yeah. I don't know if that is the same title lineage that Roman has right now, like, you know, yeah. from because nobody confirmed or denied it's that title, you know, that WWE title that he holds with the universal title. 
and nobody's confirmed or denied it's the same lineage as the world heavyweight title. That no, I it's, 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 I'm just saying the new, the new world heavyweight title also. Now I'm not saying it's vacant or not because we it doesn't have anybody yet as champion, but it's referenced all the other titles. We're talking about as, the, uh, the 2014 WWE Championship design. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. What I'm saying is. Like it could be, you know, referencing the, you know, the the old world heavyweight title from 2002 to 2013. Now, granted, me personally, I would have, you know, used that design, you know, right. and just replaced the WWE logo with, you know, with the new pointing logo, whatever we got now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, so, you know, so yeah. So I don't know, how, but with Imperium now uh, from Raw, Gunter as Intercontinental Champion is going to have some interesting new opponents. Remember, yes. Gunter, Gunter's got till September. To break Honky Tonk Man's record as the most days as Intercontinental Champion, I think he can do it. I think he will yeah. too. I mean, I'm looking at the list of contenders. You know, for uh, that that could be. You know, you know they can run it back with Cody Rhodes being the, since they're the final two. But Cody Rhodes probably has held the Intercontinental title. Probably doesn't want it. That's okay. You know, maybe Shinsuke. Well, well, he can bring back the old title design like he did last time. Yeah. Why would Roman Reigns have three titles? No, 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 no. Travis, Travis, pump the brakes here a little bit, my friend. How about Shinsuke? Shinsuke? No, no, because Roman's on SmackDown, the new WWE World War Championship will be now exclusive to Raw. So yeah, so yeah, no. So you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about Roman holding three damn titles. Even Paul Heyman suggested that. Yeah, Paul Heyman. I want to smack him upside his head for that. Sorry, Paul Russ. I would, I would, I would smell. Oh, I, would, I, would, I would put the chloroform on his face and shave his head for making that suggestion. Well, then it's sex. But anyway, no, also people, like some people are like saying that you know, now call me crazy, but there are some people that are that actually want our truth to win the world heavyweight title. You know what? That would be a sentimental thing for him. That would be a, a great thing. I agree him. because he's been in that company you know, for a long ass time, and I think he deserves he, a break. You know? He entertains, but and he's a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. He can get serious in the ring if he wants to. Oh yeah, a former like tag it. team champion, a former United States champion, the multi-time twenty-four-seven champion. Yeah, and why not? Why? Why? I not? mean, it doesn't have to be a long title ring. No, I mean, no. Give him six days or at least a week or two. I mean, you just hold it for like I don't know for like, when the Undertaker won first one uh, first won the title. He had a six-day reign. Yeah, and that let me tell you something that that was stupid. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, but then again, it wouldn't have. Then again, had it not been for that short title reign, we wouldn't have had Ric Flair won the world world title in the Royal Rumble 1992. So there's that. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I got no problems if our truth were to become the new world champion, as long as you know they don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna say our truth is a draw because I don't think he is. I mean, if he, I mean, if they were to like capitalize off him back then, hmm. then yes, I would say he could, you know, could definitely carry the company. But I don't see him carrying that belt for like maybe two months. I, I give him like a month until the next big premium live event or yeah. pay per view, whatever. It's not going to be a long range, you know. Having him world in the world title will be perfect. I mean, but, now, put, put but the here's the problem right, right now: he's hurt. He's injured. Yeah, we don't know when he's going to come back, and that's an unfortunate. He hurt himself during an NXT matchup, I believe. So, so I'm going back to the Intercontinental Title. You suggested uh, Michael Shinsuke Nakamura. That would be a good fight. I'd love to see. And they, they did fight before. Well, 
let me let me ask you something. How many times has Nakamura won that title, and how many times has he defended that title without going over thirty days? Yeah, that's the well, thing. That's another issue. He's a former United States champion. It yeah, doesn't, I think that's twice. Gunther, from my point of view, I don't think there's one man on the roster right now that can beat him. Anybody who I think to this day now, I would say either. It could be either Omos that's that could you know match for him with strength, but then again, I wouldn't say talent. Now, as far as you know, now I can't think of another person. I'm thinking Bronson Reed. I'm thinking, but then let's not forget about uh, Dexter Loomis. I mean, he's also you know Dexter Loomis could be another contender for the Intercontinental Title. I have to agree with you there. Bronson Reed, him and Gunter would have a banger. Doesn't matter who wins that matchup, him and Gunter would have it. Uh, How about? Uh, Otis or Otis breaks out from the California Academy and challenges Gunter for the Intercontinental title. Let's not forget about Chad Gable because, I mean, not going to lie, I think, didn't he not German suplex, you know, Gunter during the Rumble? I, I, I think so. Chad Gable he is German a- suplex Strowman during WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, Good. if that's the case, then I'd say Chad Gable's a worthy contender, too. I Yeah, either way, Gunter or Otis would be perfect. I'm trying to look. Johnny Gargano, I like to see him. You know, he's I'm sure you like would be Intercontinental Champion. JD McDonough. Instead, that's one of his objectives. That, yeah, that you know, Johnny Gargano. JD McDonough. Guy's very cold hearted. I know Mad Cat Mass Moss tried to fight him, but he There's lost. Damian Priest. Damian Priest, a former United States champion. He could be a threat. Odyssey Jones is one guy that will love to see challenge Gunter to get to give the new kid a, a, an opportunity. Well, yeah, so, uh, and, um, you know, Godfather, I agree with you. Gunter will break the record. I say this draft is pretty good. This draft is pretty good, but the free agents will know where they're going to end up. And McDonough. There we go. There we go. Oh, the Mick jokes. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you know, the women's tag team title situation, you've got Cotter and Chance. LeRae and Hartwell can reunite as the way, so. You got that. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez. So the women's division is pretty decent. We haven't heard from Becky Lynch ever since she got betrayed by Trish Stratus. So somehow, uh, yeah, I'm looking at this. Dra- I'm looking at this draft. It's been pretty good. I, I covered it. If you want to hear what more I have to say, go to my channel. I covered a draft there too for both nights as well. So uh, and I did an overall, you know, an- an- analysis of the draft. So this is a uh, I say it's pretty good. So, so that's going to be it for the draft. Now, what else do we have, um, Brian? What, you want to go ahead and talk about the recent ticket sales and updates for uh, AEW All In? Yep, that'll be for a all for All In London. That'll be, of course, to be taking place in August twenty seventh. That'll be on a Sunday at Wembley Stadium. Now, keep in mind the reason why they're going with the All In name. They're going back with this is obviously because after you know. Last year's All Out Media Scrum. It's obvious they're they're reverting back to the All In name, you know. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yep. And we'll go ahead and read this right here and right now. That AW President Tony Khan has provided an update on the huge ticket pre-sale for AW All In ahead of the t- tickets going on sale for the August twenty-seventh event. There has been a lot of debate about AW's decision to run. Wembley Stadium, a venue with a maximum capacity of 90,000 seats. 
and let's get this one. Following the first day of the pre-sale, reports indicated that AEW has shifted over 30,000 tickets for the event. Good for, for the time being, but there was an update, you know, that happened uh, throughout the course of this week. Yep. And I'll say right now, Tony Khan has now taken to Twitter to announce that over 43,000 tickets have been distributed for the event, earning AW over $5.7 million ahead of the general sale opening on Friday. Now, keep in mind, if they were able to sell out all their tickets, not only would that be the biggest drawn crowd in wrestling history, but for a pay-per-view nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can, like, say to hell with WWE's, you know, way of cheating to try to combine their, you know, their nights of WrestleMania when they do stadiums. But at the end of the day, we're talking about one night event or one day event if you're wanting to be in different time zones. But nonetheless, this is all coming down to the, you know, to the nitty gritty. Now, people are asking, like, why, how are these, you know, British people, you know, paying for all this? For all, all for all this, all this money just to be part of Wembley Stadium when they don't even know what the card is. You see, here's the answer: there is no sense to be made out of it because that's what the problem is with Britons. They love wrestling. They, I mean, they actually have the British strong style wrestling up in the United Kingdom. And what do the British love? They love wrestling. Yeah. Look at Impact Wrestling back in when they were in Spike TV. Yeah. They sell out, you know, the O2 Arena, or or anywhere else in, you know, in uh in the UK. Even even Scott Scotland, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Um, Scotland. So, the UK. So again, why why are they paying tickets for an event they don't have the match card of yet? Because the British love wrestling. Yep. Wrestling. Why do you think the arenas are packed whenever they go to Raw or SmackDown or any other event like back in the day? Because one more time, one last time, yeah. I say it, the British love wrestling. And there you go. I wonder how MJF is going to deal in front of a uh, British crowd. Are you kidding me? I mean, no offense. They, was, they, they, they <laughs> were shredding to pieces. <laughs> crowd, they I would. can't wait. But, but then again, here's the thing: knowing Brit, knowing MJF, if they were to cheer him, there is most likely he will get a way to get all of them to boo him, just by making fun of their looks, their their dental work, the anything. And I'm just saying that because that's what you do when you cut a, a heel promo towards people of a different culture, country, or city. You make fun of their faces, you make fun of their teeth, you make fun of their, you know, their hairline, you, you make fun of, make fun of anything to get heel heat. That's what he's going to Get MJF to reference somehow about the British Bulldog, that, you'll get him, you'll get, you'll, you'll get the British folks to hate him. Watch. Yeah, yeah, he will. And, and you know what? It doesn't really matter how he'll do it, because he's going to do it, because that's what he does. I'll make fun of the Spice Girl. You know, whatever, you know. You know. Anything, you know, make fun, you know, disrespect the queen and all that good stuff. Only, only, uh, only MGF can film something like that, but <laughs> he got his just desserts last night. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. And I, 
I heard about, you know, the updated card for Double or Nothing, and I knew this was going to happen because you cannot right. deny the four pillars of AEW of a main event match in exactly. a way. So yeah, they're it. calling this a four-way, four pillars match. And I think it's assuming they're calling it a four-way dance match, their version of a fatal four-way opposed to WWE. But nonetheless, it will be for the AEW title, the world title between MJF defending the title against Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So yeah, as far as the ticket sales go for All In at, at London and Wembley Stadium, hopefully they can you know reach the milestone and break the record, maybe – Maybe have a jam-packed house, you know, with over 90,000 fans. Oh, yeah. Like, say, for example, you know, with the Georgia Dome, the old Georgia Dome, WCW Monday Nitro. Yeah. You know, and it's funny, too, that you mentioned uh, Monday Nitro and the Georgia Dome. Did you know that Bobby Heenan once contemplated and complained that they should that they should have had Starcade in the Georgia Dome? And they never went along with it? Mm-hmm. That would have been a great time for, for you know, Starcade. Oh, yeah. But here's another problem. Now, if they were to pull off this event, you know, and even if they were to have one bad match or two bad match, but every single match from the opening match all the way to the main event are good, maybe even great, we could call this the AEW WrestleMania, you know, to oppose to the actual WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. That's if they can put up a great show. Yeah, I'm, just, true. I'm just simply pointing out the obvious. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, speaking of AEW, another good swerve that happened last night when Hikaru Shida came back. And supposedly she was going to join forces with the Outcats when she hugged all three members. I'm like, wow. And you know, and, and Shida and Storm are two of my favorite ladies in AEW. And I was like, I was talking Wait, she pulled a swerve? Yeah, she pulled a swerve. Check this out. She came to the ring with the, with, with the, uh, the kendo stick. She was in her street gear almost, you know, like in a little business gear. And she hugged Soraya, <laughs> Ruby Soho, and, and she looked gorgeous, though, and, and Tony Storm. She hugged yeah. all three of them. You know and what then, that reminds me of? You, the way how she pulls a swerve, it reminds me of when Scott Steiner pulled a swerve on Kevin Nash, you know, costing him the match with Goldberg at Bachelor Beach 2000. Oh, oh this gets – no, not swerve, Scott. This gets better. This gets better, right? So they hold William Will Nightingale. Soraya picks up the victory over Will Nightingale thanks to Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. Right. And they gave her the spray. They're going to spray the L on on uh, on Will Nightingale. And as she was about to, and she was hesitating, and you see the looks on Tony Storm's face and on Ruby Soho's. They, it turns from a smile to a frown. Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker attacked them, and then Sheeta sprayed Soraya in the face. With a green, green spray paint, right? With the, with, the, with the spray paint. Dang. And and then uh, and then all three uh, the colors. The spray paint? Huh? Was the color of the spray paint green? Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering because yeah. I, it, it, I, it, I it, hope it, it wasn't black because the last thing AEW wants is to have blackface on their product. Uh, yeah. uh, anyways, so it it was green. <laughs> uh, it was the usual green that they use that the outcast use. And Sheeta spray painted after all three members of the Outcast were laid out by Hader, Baker, and Sheeta because she didn't use the the uh, AEW on them. Paint their ass cheeks too. Uh, I'd be referencing Tony Storm got branded AEW style. Yeah, it got branded AEW style. 
she wrote AEW. Although I like to uh, spray paint uh, Tony Storm's butt cheeks, but that's another story. I might I digress. I'm simping. Uh, she the too, but I'm simping there as well. That's that. I'm fessing up. I'm simping, but it was a heck of a swerve, though. Eric, that's Eric having an erection right now. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> not gonna Although that's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite parts of the night was, uh, you know, Sheeta swerving the outcast and MJF, that Beavis looking butthead, got what he deserves. The Beavis looking butthead. He looks like Beavis and acts like a butthead. The only difference is his hair is not as blonde as Beavis, but he looks like Beavis. You, you know. look at butthead. Yeah, butthead. What are you looking at, butthead? Yeah, he's a Beavis looking butthead. That's why I'm calling MJF right now on. The Beavis looking butthead. So. You know what? If I ever go to AEW, I'm going to ask him this one question in a promo. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this, MJ Maxwell. Are you Beavis or are you butthead? <laughs> I would say no. He's a Beavis and looking butthead. this is what I would ask him. Because, because me personally, you're just the third member of the group known as <laughs> Ass Face. <laughs> this is what I would ask him. How did it? How did it feel to get super kicked by Sammy in about seven months? I'm going to propose to a new girl, Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'd be like, hey, MJF, do the cornholio bit. I am Ray Cornholio. You got TV. I need TP, TP for my bug hole. I'm going to go. Show us the unit. Yeah, bug hole. What the hell was I going to see my Yeah, that's what MJF is. A Beavis that's, what, that's what I think. Uh, that's, I think it's what uh, Beavis was. Uh, I think Beavis was doing uh, uh, like an imitation of an erection happening. You know, like like when he goes like. Boy, 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 that's what he does. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. Like you're playing a tug of war with Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I never heard that one before. Oh, he said it. He said it on um B, uh, B, <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. I think it I think someone was I think Butthead was making a joke and then Beavis said it's like you're playing a tug of war with the ink blots, I think. Uh someone on that for quarter of the year. Which one? The Beavis looking butthead? If that's the that's the case, I'll be honored to have that uh, uh, nominated. That's a fun. But anyway, book. um, I don't think there's anything more regarding yeah. the all-in, you know, uh, ticket sales. I think. Yeah, and yeah, but for the tickets, like for seats-wise, they mm. go from thirty pounds for the rings for rings for the cheap seats. But however, for ringside tickets, fifteen hundred pounds. Hmm. Pounds into dollars. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try something here. You're not gonna like the result when you transmit the money from you know British to American. Uh, I, I, you know what, I'm, you know, sometimes you, curiosity kills a cat, and you know. yeah, and guess, and, and guess what? Now you see why you're catless. Let, let's see. Oh, sh- okay, convert. Okay, all right. So thirty pounds for the um, thirty pounds. All right, thirty, 30 pounds for. Yeah. And um, I think you said a hundred, like uh, one thousand. Um, thirty-seven dollars and eighty cents. Well, that's the cheapest seats. Uh, you said fifteen hundred pounds. Cheaper by a dozen. <laughs> oh, one thousand eight hundred eighty-seven dollars and ninety cents. Oh my! I, 
I figured that was you weren't gonna like the pr- price and the results. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I am not paying it's, that it's, much. Yeah, yeah. If you're super rich, I'll tell you one thing right now. Let me tell That's you, all the entire different story. Almost nineteen hundred dollars for uh, no nine, uh, nineteen. Is this the first? I believe so. Yes, it is. Yes, and I think whatever time they start, I think in the American time, it'll probably be in the afternoon. So if you're going to go like five hours away, I'd say we probably have it start. Okay, it'll be 8 o'clock over there, and it'll be 3 over here at my time. So that's how I think it'll start. Yeah, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's kind of like how WrestleMania used to start, even though they never went to the U.K. Yeah. You know, back oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. I Like I said, MJ, I look at MJ, obviously, he looks like Beavis without the blonde hair, but, you know, like a brown hair. I looked at him, I was like, yep, he looks like a Beavis. And he, I, could, yeah. I, could, I could use yellow spray paint to dye his hair yellow if you wanted me to. There you go. That's a good idea. You know, and I, I, yeah, all I do is like, here, where's some chloroform ether? Just put them out and like that, and just spray paint. Or you the crank gun, like Kurt Angle did the Big Show. Oh, that was funny. And when, when, when Big, oh, like JBL. You know, when I first saw that big... as a kid, I was like, "What did he just do? Yeah. Did he kill him?" Yeah. And all of a sudden, Big Show passes out, and he's shaving his head bald, yeah. bald. You know, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was like. Kurt Angle, what, when I look at this now, like, why does Kurt Angle sound like he's having sex? <laughs> I remember JBL got tw- hit with a tranquilizer dart. Oh, yeah, he got hit by a tranquilizer dart, but it was an inverted, but even though it was, he was already acting like as if he was hit. Yeah. It was, it was, it was that was Japan. when they were in Japan, I believe. They were in Japan, so they, they like that funny stuff. And he had his, uh, Hello, uh, Jose, and happy dude, Star Wars Day to you, too. Yeah. And inflated Godzilla. I used to play like baseball. He's like Barry Bonds. His name's Barney. He eats pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that. Anyway, cool. uh, what else do we have? We have to talk about Trinity Part Two before we hit. Yeah, the- Trinity. <laughs> yeah, Trinity Part Two. What the heck? Fought B- two, part two, yeah. fart two, whatever the hell you call it. Fart two. <laughs> That's Rikishi. After he went to the bathroom, it made Booker T throw up on Michael Cole. Did you know that was that? You do you know that's actually a pre-match ritual he does? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. No, no, no. For real life, that is actually his pre-match ritual. Oh my god! <laughs> I wish I was making that up, <laughs> but it really isn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Block, 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 block. Oh my god. All right. So, Trinity is that the enemy that throws uh, Spidey's in Super Mario Brothers? Yes. Yes. Lakitu. But yeah, Trinity fought to Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Yep. But for the real reason she walked out of WWE before going on to Impact. Which is the following, which it was a new interview at the time, which appeared on Busted Open Radio. Trini spoke about the time surrounding her WWE departure, including the significant impact the events had on her life. And she said this in quote, I chose and wanted to be at impact. The doors are open for me everywhere, literally everywhere, 
but I truly feel like impact is the best choice for me at this point in my life right now with what I want to do and to just be able to work with the talent there. I feel that is where I'll be happiest and most utilized and really get to grow in the ways that I feel that I need to right now on this wrestling journey. So what about what about her leaving WWE the way she did? Did she not say anything about that? I will get to that right now where I'll keep going from this. Had all of this stuff never happened, there's no way that I would have took that leap, but the situation kind of forced me to figure it out. That's what I meant when I said everything was a blessing in disguise because I was really going through a lot. I felt very stagnant and I wasn't happy. Ultimately, I left that day because of the way I was talked to and handled. Everything kind of just broke me that day. It had nothing to do with anything else. Everybody, anybody else, that was just it. I had to. To go through all the backlash and the negativity and the lies and the rumors and then to also kind of just feel lost. It broke me. It was probably the lowest I've ever felt in my life, but going through that made me reset and face it head on and figure out how to learn from this experience and grow from it and just find myself again in all of it. I'm extremely happy now and really thankful for this opportunity to show that you haven't seen me at my best yet. Honestly, maybe I don't blame her for doing that. I mean, sure, it's unprofessional, you know, for her to get, you know, you know, talk to like a dog. But then again, sometimes you can't just stoop to the other person's level just to make a point. I mean, I'm not, I'm not backing John Laurinaitis or any of the WWE uh, politics or head honchos back there. But then again, maybe that's for the best for her. You know, I mean. If you're not happy, then you could always, I mean, then what's the point of staying if you're, if you're not happy? Like, mm-hmm. like, look at me. I'm going to, like, the next two years, I'm going to head into professional wrestling. And here's the thing. I may be, like, let's say I'm the kind of guy who's humble. You know, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, the person that isn't, you know, usually disrespected normally. But then again, if I feel like I want to go somewhere, I'm just going to go there. But if I'm not, you know, but if it doesn't make me happy, then I'm not going to go there or I'm not going to stay. I mean, plus, I think with me, I think it's going to be more in regards to where the money is concerned. That's how I'm going to see it in my point of view. With her, I can understand it wasn't money and it wasn't a passion issue. It was just, you know, her not being happy. And I can, you know, understand that. Do I think it should have been handled the way, you know, her and, uh, you know, Mercedes did that? No, but it could have, you know, but then again, what else is there to talk about? I mean, what's done is done. I mean, you can't go back and fix it. I mean, and on top of that, I don't, I mean, there is nothing else to talk about anymore with that little statement. I mean, 
if she feels happy in Impact Wrestling, I say go for it. I mean, it's not like they could have, you know, utilized her better in AEW. I mean, I hate to say that, but it's true. Because they got, like, too many employees as it is. Yeah. Billy Moody, shout out to you. So. Anyway, with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead to our advertisements. And after that, we're going to do our one topic per co-host. So, yeah, I'll be right back in just a few moments. So, Brian, you go ahead and take it away. Yep. And we'll have the one topic from each of us. We'll do that after the break. So don't go anywhere. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Anywhere you get your podcast, it's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows. We feature the most entertaining TV shows. And we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy. All created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff. The 25 KAPR TV only on YouTube. Are you looking for a channel that has viewpoints you always wanted to say? but were hesitant to say. A channel that does not support censorship from big tech monopolies and promotes free speech even what's said is controversial. A community that will make you feel like you're part of an actual brotherhood instead of just a number that will be tossed aside at any given time for any rhyme or reason. A YouTuber that does not give a damn what others think of him and will stick to his morals, regardless of the consequences. And a YouTuber that will help out smaller channels that the higher-ups at YouTube has long since abandoned. And a YouTuber that will give you the voice and a platform if you are not given one. If any of these apply to you, subscribe to the Scorpion Death Drop, aka Liam Colavera. The content there ranges from rant videos, live streams, open forums, and other upcoming content to enjoy. Scorpion Death Drop, real rants, no sugar coating. No bullshit. Subscribe for daily content. You can follow Liam Colavera on Facebook and on Twitter at templarking underscore as DD. And other social medias will be linked in the description of every upload so you don't miss out on all the action. Liam Colavera, K.A. The Scorpion Death Drop. Subscribe and join the Crow Templars today. And now back to our hosts, the Rant and Rave Podcast. 
And thank you very much to everybody. And we are back from episode 186 of the Rant Ray podcast. Mm-hmm. And now we get to the usual after the sponsors, which is the one topic from each of us on this panel. And the first person would talk, we'll get to start their topic. All right, let me start. Go ahead. As you know, um, Boston sports this week has been really up and down. We had the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. We had the Boston Celtics in the playoffs. But unfortunately, the Boston Bruins, who have set a huge record for the most wins in the regular season, has been bounced in the first round by the Florida Panthers. Now, obviously, it's a huge disappointment because I'm, we could have known that the Bruins could have done better, could have played better in the playoffs. They blew a three games to one lead. And should I blame Alex Putnam for jinxing the Bruins by saying that, that, that by him saying the Bruins would sweep? No, nah, I'm not going to. Even though I mentioned it. So my thinking is this, that a lot of um, uh, my thinking is this, that the Bruins, some of the Bruins players were playing a little hurt and because they, I'm sure they don't want to want to sit. They want to, you know, and I got to respect the Bruins and that and the Red Sox won. Thank you, Lord. I can shut that off. Sweep of the Blue Jays. Andrew Hawking will not be very happy about that, but who cares what Andrew Hawking thinks about, about the Blue Jays getting swept by the Red Sox. <laughs> okay. And um, so, yeah, the Bruins had a great regular season, but it could have been better if they had advanced and all that. But with the lightning out of it, I get a hunch that this might be Toronto's year, though. Toronto Maple Leafs year. I, I get a hunch it might be their year to take the Stanley Cup. With the, Like I said, with the Bruins and the lightning could be the two major threats um, out. I get a hunch. I got a hunch. So, yeah. So, thank you, Bruins. I know this is not the way you want to go out. I understand. This is not the way you want to um, continue your season. I got you. Hopefully, you get, hopefully you get those some of those players back, and then more. And uh, we'll find out what happens in the off season. How the Bruins are going to address the situation. I got a hunch that heads might roll in that front office, but we shall see ahead of time. So, yeah. And you know the Celtics are tied with the 76ers at one game, one game, one win apiece. So in that in that series, so in the Eastern Conference semi, so love well done. Like I said, and like I uh, I mentioned on the on Dugout Crew podcast, the Red Sox have been on a roll, uh, six straight now, obviously because the Red Sox just swept, swept the Blue Jays, eleven to five was the final score. And very happy how this team's going. I know Masataka Yoshida, who the Red Sox signed to a five-year money, ninety million dollar deal. 14 game hitting hitting streak. This is so he's on a roll. So yeah. So but to the Boston Bruins, thank you. Even though I know you guys got bounced in the first round, gonna miss. I was hoping they would go all the way. <laughs> oh, I see what happened to Chad. Okay. And um, so, so we'll see what happens. You know, now Bruins are done. On to the Celtics. On to the Red Sox. So that's my topic. <laughs> And that's my topic for for tonight. Okay, I'll go ahead and be next since I'm already laughing. By the way, Ben just said, "Don't worry, Michael. Make sure you take care of that baby once it pops out of your ass." 
<laughs> wow. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> there goes Saxon Huxley. Well, you're going to have to have your camera facing the ceiling whenever you have a woman in your room. No. <laughs> oh, my. You don't want. You really, don't want Jordy? Well, well yeah. hey, I'm giving you advice if you're ever, you know, if you have a one night with a woman. Then guess what? You gotta keep the camera up because you don't want to showcase a porno on YouTube. You get get a strike. Yeah, guess a strike, Michael. The hell. Yep. See, there you go. That's the perfect position for you. Wow. <laughs> anyway, now, now, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Um, this coming Sunday will be almost four weeks since our last um. Uh, Joe majority marathon half week long marathon happened, you know, not too long ago. And not gonna lie, I had real fun, you know, last time, you know, when we did a week long marathon, I am considering the options on how to start it. And I have done a lot of thinking and you know what I've decided that, you know, every, you know, that we're going to start the on this coming Sunday at 7 PM Eastern which means we'll be, you know, going from seven to 10, you know, in regards to that. And now you're thinking, what about the AEW Rampage live reactions? Well, immediately after the, you know, after the episode of Channel Majority, I will immediately switch from that to the live reaction stream of AEW Rampage. And yeah, and yes, I will be making my long way to return after a two-week hiatus of not being on the panel of the live reactions of AEW Rampage. So, yeah, everything will, you know, will be all right, to say the least. And, again, it will start this coming Sunday on my channel, the J-Man's Legit, for the week-long marathon, you know, with Joe and Jordy. And it will start at 7 p.m. and to 10 p.m. Eastern. And also, next week, on Friday, will be the release of da -da -da -da, The Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. And will I be getting it for the Switch? Physical copy? Yes! So, yeah. That's all I got to say for my topic. Now, Michael, you want to go next? Or because... Yeah, I'll go next. All right, Brandon, you're the main event. All righty. All righty. Oh. As you all know, well, let's start with this. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn retained the tag titles. Uh, let's see what else. Deanna Peraza retained the knockouts title. Did they do that this past Monday or last Friday? Last Friday. Okay. On SmackDown. On SmackDown. And by the way, in regards, in, in follow-up to the draft topic, there are rumors that they may be switching up in terms of the ring announcer game with Samantha Irvin now return, now coming to Raw and Mike Rome switching over to SmackDown. I read about that. I, I, I read about that. that. So I wouldn't, I'm not surprised they decided to do that. I'm surprised they didn't have Michael Coles drafted back to Raw. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Remember that back Imagine in 2008. Kevin Patrick and Wade Barrett. Hated, 
Imagine, Michael. Yep. Imagine Kevin Patrick and Wade Barrett. That'll be the first time. That would would have been, um, you know, that would that would have been the first time ever that um, a broadcasting team is from outside the country. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, like an all an all broadcast team in an entire we have, uh, Andy Shepard <laughs> Andy Shepard and work. Nigel McGinnis from for the former NXT, the that's, NXT, that's NXT UK oh. not about oh. Raw or Smackdown oh yeah. but then again what do I know <sighs> hmm. exactly anyway Oh. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn retained, although they're going to be moving over to another her brand. I would be surprised if they would do a tournament for the, the women's tag team titles for NXT. God, they will, that's like, okay, if they were to vacate the Raw and uh, SmackDown women's titles, you know, that would be funny, you know, to say the least, because it's like as if their women's t- um, divisions are going extinct like the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Except for the women's tag titles in the in the main roster, they're sinking their way to the middle. Yeah, like Malcolm in the middle. Oh wow! You're not the boss of me now, and you're not so big. Life is unfair. But we have got ourselves a four pillar main event for double or nothing. All thanks. To my nomination this week, Darby Allen and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Hmm. Alrighty then. And last but but no means least, Brandon. Yep. And this one is the following: where the lawsuit filed against Vic, Vince McMahon is now dropped. Oh, ah! No. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son uh, of a horny mother freaking dildo smuggling bitch ass bitch. <laughs> and how did he do it? Payoffs. That's what he did. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna read this uh the thing right here, right now. Courtesy of the boys of Russell Talk. Which Support, is- Russell Talk, give us a subscribe. they're awesome Uh, great I actually watch them every single video they posted everything that's a handful that's a that's a handful of words for yeah more handful of me you know trying to get a get an aquafina bottle out of the water with a fishing pole (laughs) I saw the video of you trying to by the way this is what happens when you talk (laughs) <laughs> By the way, Claire, that was all for entertainment purposes because the thing mm-hmm. is, what's there not to do anymore other than just try to freak out videos on the internet for entertainment purposes, you know? That was pretty funny. <laughs> he caught the water bottle. <laughs> when, when will Disney buy the NWO? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, go ahead and explain what Russell Talk have to say. All right, says the following: WWE shareholders who filed a lawsuit against Vince McMahon seeking repayment 
for $17.4 million spent by the company into the investigations against him after his sexual assault accusations and hush money payouts have dropped the case following McMahon's agreement to pay the company the money. Wait, he had to pay the WWE money? That's what it says, yeah. God, he must be he must be richer than the extreme. And the judge the judge in the case has granted the dismissal. But does this get better on this one, folks? Oh, it does. Per Bloomberg News, Vince McMahon is free from investor litigation in Delaware over his surprise return to the WWE board amid horrifying sexual assault and hush money allegations. Shareholders leading the consolidated lawsuit agreed to drop it yesterday saying their claims became moot when McMahon agreed in late March to repay the $17.4 million the company racked up investigating him. Vice Chancellor J. Travis Laster granted the motion the same day. The payment appears to cover only the cost of the probe not the nearly $20 million McMahon allegedly paid his accusers since 2007. Counsel for the WWE investors indicated they plan to seek a mootness fee as a reward for their role in forcing McMahon's hand. A different group of shareholders is already seeking a mootness fee after dropping a related case when McMahon walked back by walked back some bylaw changes he pushed through as part of his corporate coup in early January. McMahon had had left the board in mid 2022, which is, was last year. Yeah, back in uh, July. Yep. The decision to dismiss the assault and hush money claims comes about a month after WWE announced a $21 billion merger, which we know by this, by the way, folks. Yeah, and with, never. Yes. With the leading mix, martial arts lead, which is UFC, which is owned by Endeavor, as mentioned. An umbrella company for entertainment businesses and talent agencies. I wonder if Tony Connell purchased Bellator MMA. That's my question. Yeah, but who knows? That'd actually be kind of, kind of cool because you have two companies head-to-head. You know, we got Endeavor with WWE and, and freaking, you know, um, and freaking uh, UFC. And then we have Tony Khan with AEW, ROH, and then you got Bellator, you know. All right. Continuing on from this. The move effectively ends the spate of shareholder derivative suits that hit McMahon in Delaware's Chancery Court after he reinstalled himself as the head of the WWE's, oh yeah, royal family. 
Hmm. Yeah. Sure, McMahon. Right. Yeah, the justice system is is bullshit. I'm just going to say it right there. It's bullshit. It, it is. My word. If you guys wonder why I have a problem with this damn country and its justice systems and why we can't even get any clarity, this is what, I, what I'm talking about. And he just explained it to you. You get, it's obvious, payoffs, corrupt officials. Again, justice is not served. And, and, the, and the fact is, I don't care if McMahon's out of this, you know, by, uh, by the singe of his hairs. I mean, like, come on. What, what cannot touch this guy? Like, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'll continue on from this one. Other members include his daughter, Stephanie, who stepped down as WWE chairman and co-CEO in January. And son-in-law, the former star wrestler, Triple H, Paul Levesque. McMahon and WWE continue to face other legal challenges, including a lawsuit filed in late April, which was basically last month that accuses the company and its leaders of discriminating and retaliating against a black female writer who objected to racist scripts and storylines used in wrestling broadcasts. First of all, I can't, you know, um, I can't talk. I, I can't really say much about the racist script writing, but all I do know is, is Dom, you want to know why he ain't ever going to leave is because the only way he leaves is in, in a casket or in an urn with ashes inside it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And basically... Yeah, but that's basically it. That's just, just saying that investors leading the case are variously represented by Christensen and Darty. LLP, Scott and Scott Attorneys at Law, Bernstein, Litowitz, Berger, and Grossman. Yeah, and of course, McMahon was represented by Potter, Anderson, Curran, LLP, and WWE was represented by Paul Weiss, Rifkind, Wharton, and Garrison, LLP. And yeah. And that's basically it. Yeah. I have no more words to say about this on the fact that, like I said before, the justice system, it, it ain't worth a damn. Yep. Exactly. I find it ridiculous. How is it possible that Vince Man is equally as worse as Mark Zuckerberg? I think I don't. I wouldn't say Mark Zuckerberg could be compared to Vince McMahon, or even or, or having Vince worse than Zuckerberg, because Zuckerberg doesn't doesn't come compare to the level of how many bad and horrifying and horrendous decisions Vince has made over the years. So, again, and plus Zuckerberg wasn't even a thing, you know, you know when Vince was around for the ad here. So, oh yeah. 
In fact, I think maybe Zuckerberg was probably doing the jitter bug in 1950 or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Your thoughts on it, Eric? All I can say is, Vince, please leave. And I know he won't do it. But the guy, I don't know what and how this guy gets away with everything. And just decide he's willing to spend his own money just to just to keep his job. I mean, seriously. Some I don't know. Honestly, I it, you, the only thing that supr- would surprise me is if he were to commit a murder and all of a sudden the evidence is pointed directly to him for committing the murder and somehow he would get away with it. Mm. If it it's, were been that, it's been that point. Yeah, it's it's to that point where it's like he can get away with murder at this point. Yeah. But, yeah, again, I know Vince McMahon needs to leave, but he won't. Doesn't surprise me. But, again, it it, it paid off all those hush money, everything else that was paid for. (laughs) He'll have an AI made for him to run WWE forever. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah. He's going to need Jesus after he's dead and gone. Oh, yeah. But, again, as what Jordy said earlier, the justice system, everything, man, it, it, it all went all to hell mm. in a handbasket. And, you know, it's it doesn't even matter who's in the presidential office. It doesn't matter if it's a liberal. It doesn't matter if it's a Republican. It doesn't even matter if it's, an, if it's a, you know – a centrist. I mean, it doesn't matter because the justice system, it's a shit show. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I don't, I'm not going to say a, who told me this about yesterday, but, um, yesterday I was talking with somebody over an hour, like texting. And this person told me that there was a shootout that happened in his country. And it was at a school shooting. And the person and this kid who shot eight other students and a schoolkeeper and a historian were making it 10, this person cannot be charged or be or be handled or trialed as an adult because the child is not 14 years old. The person who committed this crime is 13 years old. And to make matters worse, you know what happens? The father is getting arrested. For the for the child's you know uh, shooting and crime, I'm not making half this sh- up. I wish I did. I mean, you. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to reference who the person who told me this is, but I will say though, it just proves that the justice system is not what you think it is when you watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and John said, no, Vince will go Walt Disney route and have his brain frozen for a new body for him. Does, does Walt Disney really have his brain frozen in a vault somewhere? 
That's a really good question. Mm. No, but that's that's because his brain is the Titanic in a nutshell. It's sinking. Honestly, that's a creepy thought. I mean, if you're gonna have my brain to study with, I mean, how can you find me find a new body? We're gonna do this for like Frankenstein all over again. Like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Also, Tessa Blanchard returns to wrestling for XPW. Oh, I heard, I heard that she came back to wrestling. Oh yeah. Well, well, she needs to work. There, there you go. But anyway, um, I really got nothing else to say about this other than the fact that I'm kind of glad that Brandon did this for the main event because I don't think anything would have topped this. Yeah. Now, apologies once again uh, for Andrew Hawking and Yuri Ibarra not being here. Um, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, Ben. Good night. Okay, Ben. Good night. Yeah, good that, night, Dominic. That, as well. that, that was funny. Well, folks, um, that's going to be all the time you know we have here for tonight. And if you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance in the live chat, comment down below. Give us your thoughts and opinions on Vincent Man and the injust and the justice system and how corrupt it is. Also, be sure to subscribe if you are new to the channel. Hit the notification bell so that way you'll be notified when Brand does a, a, an upload, a premiere, or a live stream like this one at all times. Same goes for Eric Lima shenanigans in 1977, Michael Bombardier, and yours truly, the Blood Outsider, Jordy Scout, aka J Manzel Jet. And that being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for a very tomorrow. Now, if you excuse me, I got to go to the gym because it is leg day. So, good night, everybody. Yeah! Yep. How about that? Keep ranting and raving. Good night, everyone, and we'll see you all next week. Peace and God.